He reached down, ready to grip those boots and yank the body free of the mud, and he stopped. It wasn't that he was squeamish, but what he had just noticed set him back on his heels. Jasper wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, so his old pap had said, but he had a good eye for things. What caught that eye just then were branches. Jutting from the water where the man's head should be, there was the oddest set of branches Jasper had ever seen. They weren't really like branches at all, in fact, but he couldn't quite put his finger on why they weren't like branches. They had the requisite slime and moss, and they were muddy as hell. Probably roots, he muttered to himself, not believing it for a second. The itch in the back of his mind was stronger, and he had lost all interest in grabbing those boots. Another thought had embedded itself in his mind, and he backed away with a quick grunt. Jasper watched a lot of TV. Not that reality crap or any of that science fiction crap, but the real stuff. Cops, killers, guns, and drama. He watched WWF Smackdown when it was on, but Jasper had other thoughts on his mind just that moment. This was a by-God crime scene. Unless the man he was about to grab had tripped face-first in the swamp, turned on his back, and drowned one hell of a clumsy death, someone had dropped him there. There might be prints. There might be evidence. Hell, he'd probably trampled over half of it already. And wouldn't it be a wonderful thing to add his fingerprints to the mix? Then there were those roots, or branches, or whatever the hell they were to think about. Jasper looked down at the silent, motionless form, half-covered in swamp mud and slime, and shook his head. Uh-uh, he grunted. I ain't dragging old Jasper into this one. No way. Turning, he headed back toward his car, wanting to break into a run and controlling the urge in sort of a half-stumble, half-speed walk that would have looked to even the most casual observer like a man on the lamb from the devil. Jasper had that level of cool. Of course, there was no one within a mile to see him, so the performance went unnoticed. Jasper reached the beat-up Ford pickup, climbed in, and fired the engine, even as he reached for a cold Milwaukee's best from the cooler on the passenger-side floorboard. With practiced ease, he snapped the top and poured half the can down his throat. Hell of a thing, he thought. Man finds a dead guy in the swamp and has to sneak a beer just to keep from being caught with it while he's on the highway. Briefly, Jasper thought about going to the police. Then, with uncharacteristic wisdom, he glanced at the half-empty beer can in his hand and thought again. There was only one place to go with this. There was only one man who might understand, or, barring that, take the matter off Jasper's hands and let him get on with his fishing. Jasper slugged the second half of his beer, tossed the can out the window, and slammed the truck into drive. It was only about five miles to Cletus Diggs' trailer, and there were back roads all the way. That was another plus. With a grin, Jasper reached out and grabbed a second beer. Jasper turned down a winding, rutted lane that curled around a stand of trees just off 17. If you were on the highway, you'd never suspect the place existed. Cletus Diggs was a private man most times, and he liked folks to respect that. There was a mailbox standing beside the outer road. Beneath the battered tin box, a string of small signs unfolded, like the credit cards from a city man's wallet. 
the Reverend Cletus J. Diggs. Cletus J. Diggs, attorney at law. Diggs Investigations. Nothing buried so deep we can't dig it out. There were more, nearly a dozen, by Jasper's closest guess. Cletus wasn't a man to let any dollar lie outside the circle of his influence. Jasper ignored the signs and turned into the long drive that led back to Cletus's trailer. To Jasper, Cletus was just Cletus, no more, no less, and no amount of mail-order schooling or chest-puffing would change that. Jasper and Cletus had grown up together, fished the swamp and hunted the hills since both had been short enough to arm-wrestle a snake. Cletus's Bronco was parked out front and the old air-conditioning unit was pumping its heart out. This was another reason Jasper wasn't impressed with Cletus. For all his prancing about and big words, it was Jasper who had...